Welcome to the Digging Deeper podcast, hosted by 4constructionpros.com and covering various aspects of the construction industry, including the equipment, people, companies, and associations making it all happen. My name is Becky Schultz, editor of Equipment Today, and in this episode, Jay Denton, Chief Innovation Officer at ThinkY, shares his assessment of the trends in the construction economy and employment leading up to the pandemic and how things have changed, the latest employment data, and what he feels the future may hold as the industry begins the recovery process. Let's dig in with Jay now. Jay, first of all, thank you for joining me um, on this edition of Digging Deeper, um, our podcast series. I'd like to start off by asking you to just share a little bit of background about Think Why and about uh, your role within the company. Um, can you tell us a little bit about what the company does and um, what type of uh, role you play? Sure, and thanks for having me today. Uh, at Think Why, we track the labor market and how that impacts salaries across the country. So our labor IQ platform uh, provides uh, salary compensation information for more than 19,000 job titles across about 400 markets in the country. And so those salaries and the demand for that labor is influenced heavily by what's happening in the economy and what's happening in different segments. And so uh, we help people uh, figure that out. That's great. And before we dive into what's going on now, I'd like to take a step back and look at what was going on, particularly in the construction marketplace prior to the pandemic. Uh, can you talk a little bit about um, what some of the trends were, um, in the, both from a general economic standpoint, but specifically looking at the labor trends that were going on in construction before the pandemic hit? Sure. The, the construction industry has had a uh, quite a climb back from what happened during the last uh, recession. And so, you know, if, if you look back previous to, say, 2007, 2008, you know, there was somewhere around a peak of about, I think it was around 7.7 million jobs. That declined dramatically. Uh, that just declined dramatically during that period. And we, it, it's taken about 10 or 12 years to actually get all of those jobs back. And, and actually, we didn't quite recapture all of them. So uh, when I speak with, you know, uh, there are a lot of uh, friends that I have in the construction industry in, in, in one way or another. And, you know, just the amount of labor, really lack of labor over the last decade has been really challenging. And so, you know, heading up to the pandemic, even, even as we started to recapture all the jobs that, that were lost during that period, uh, there were still challenges with, with supply of that labor. And so how has that changed? I mean, obviously, we're seeing a lot of unemployment right now. Can you talk about what you've seen um, going on in the construction workforce at this point? Yeah, if we look at, and again, I'm talking about really just overall construction, which includes a lot of different types. Uh, there were a little over a million, about 1.1 million jobs lost between February and April. And so as businesses hit pause to figure out um, just the safety protocols for one, um, you know, whether they were moving forward with certain kind of construction work or not. So there were about 1.1 million jobs lost. But since then, there have been a lot of jobs regained back. And again, just speaking with, speaking with people that I know, um, things are almost like back business back to usual. And again, this is a lot in the residential multifamily space. That's where uh, a lot of my background resides. 
Uh, it's more back to usual, but it's at a different level than it was before. So not necessarily all jobs have re been recaptured, but you know, broadly what we're seeing is there were 453,000 jobs added back just in, in May. And then there were another, we just got the, the news this morning that there were another 158,000 added back. So the, the industry, that the, the industry is bouncing back quite well. I mean, following the last recession, if you look at the number of jobs in the last two months that have been recaptured, it took 47 months to recapture that many jobs coming out of the last cycle. So it's good news, but obviously there's a little bit of a bumpy road ahead of us. So you, you talk about a bumpy road ahead. Um, can you talk about it a little further as far as what you see as some of, of the, the opportunities, the projections that, that you're, you're um, looking at for the construction industry and construction un, uh, employment here within, I would say, through the end of 2020 and possibly looking at what we might see going into 2021 as well? Yeah, I believe it'll it'll vary. It'll start to vary out by sector, by metro, and all sorts of variances. But I think from a from a really macro level, if you look at some of these big construction jobs, they already had their funding set up prior to the pandemic. And so, in terms of the starts that had already occurred, you know, those will move forward, and you'll have that. I think their their concerns going to be once we get a few months from now, and the new deals that would have started in the second half of this year, are they able to continue or not? I think there will be, you know, from, from my conversations with people, uh, the equity. So, so when, when a construction deal is going to get built and particularly on the commercial real estate side, somebody's investing in that. And so they're looking at the marketplace and they're feeling comfortable that they can make an investment and that, uh, then it will get its returns once it's actually delivered a couple years from now. Um, the banks on the other hand, particularly the larger banks, uh, I think are going to be a little bit more cautious and watch and truly try to understand what's happening. Are we really seeing demand for these different types of product come back or not? So as we think of how that relates maybe to different types of construction, uh, you know, again, I come from the multifamily side. Collections for multifamily rents, as an example, have remained fairly high. And so if we look at business sectors, say like the financial uh, financial activity sector. So this would be one people in real estate, but also different types of financial vehicles. Financial activity has barely been hit overall during all of this. And those are some of the types of roles that somebody, you know, earlier in their career is likely going to earn above an average wage. Uh, and when they go out and they're looking for somewhere to live, they're going to live in a lot of times a newer apartment. And so there's some fundamentals if you look at which jobs are being added or kept. I think that could help something like multifamily. Um, on the on the flip side, if we look at say how um, think of your normal shopping center, it's going to be anchored by maybe a grocery store, and then it'll have some retail components to it, maybe a few clothing centers and some restaurants. Well, if we look at this point right now, you know, restaurant employment is down 25 percent from where it was earlier in the year. Sure. We just think about: Do we are we going to be building more restaurants? Uh, clothing, as an example, clothing stores the number of jobs is down 40%. That translates back into, well, they don't see the staff or the need to sell, but the ability, really, not necessarily the need, but the ability to really get that. And so I think, you know, I mentioned one type of maybe multifamily apartments that could be, uh, that, that could have some level of success. I would have some concerns, obviously, about uh, some retail, components of retail, and then obviously leisure, hospitality type jobs. Okay, so it sounds like there are some sectors are, that are definitely going to see more growth than others going forward. Do you see certain regions of pockets uh, or regions of the country that are, are recovering faster than others at this point? 
It's really, and again, when you talk about construction specifically of real estate, terrific question because we know real estate's all about location. And so if you just start from the market level, uh, yeah, if you look at the unemployment rates, they are much different in terms of how much they've risen. If you look at some of the southern and kind of middle of the country um, states, their unemployment rates haven't risen nearly as much. And so not as many jobs have been cut. So if we think about the road to recovery, um, it's likely that some of these states, and they're, they're ones, by the way, where populations have been growing uh, by an outsized proportion of the last 10 or 20 years. Uh, that's where I could see construction coming back, whether it's infrastructure type construction or for new offices or, again, residential. Um, I think those southern and more centralized states, that's where we're going to see more come back. When we look at where unemployment's really been impacted, uh, it, it's on the coast. And some of those, you know, we've had certain hotspots in California and in New York. And I think those are going to, you know, again, have a little bit longer road to recovery, but at least we're starting to see some positive momentum. I think what's really interesting is it might not... This, this, this might not vary necessarily by either of those states. It's once you get within a metro, um, there's been a lot written and talked about in terms of being in urban areas where things are really dense and then being in suburban areas where the density is, is not quite the challenge as it relates to things where people are concerned about the virus. And so even within these metros, I think we'll probably see construction return to the suburbs faster than it will the urban course. Well, that, that's an interesting assessment. Uh, I I, I can see where that would make sense because I, you know, with the concerns about so, so being socially distant, staying more more um, separated, and that does seem to make sense that that could be a potential. So, looking at longer term, where do you see us going um, in in the construction industry when it comes to the employment status? Um, there were some huge shortages in in labor availability, uh, a lot of skills gap. And now we're seeing significant people, numbers of people returning into the, the marketplace, uh, in, into the economy as a whole. You know, obviously there were a larger number of people that were added to the payrolls in the most recent uh, employment data coming out. Do you see that as being an opportunity for the construction industry to rebuild that workforce and help to offset some of the, the shortages that we've seen in the past? Yeah, the, the bounce back we've seen in overall employment the last two months will certainly benefit the construction industry. And construction is about growth. It's about building, again, new highways or new schools or new residences. And so to do that, we need a healthy economy. And so, you know, just if you look at the month of May, so in May consensus, you know, uh, economists around the country, just as a consensus thought, thought we'd still lose about 8 million more jobs. Instead, the number that got revised up this morning, instead we gained 2.7 million. So you think about that, it's almost an 11 million job gap. And, and as we think about what that means for our economy and then as it relates back to construction, we were projecting prior to getting that very positive upside news that the overall economy wouldn't really get back to its previous level of employment for about five or six years. And so the, the terrific news we've had over the last couple of months suggests that we could pull that back. It's probably looking more like maybe 2023 or 2024. I know that's still a little bit of ways away, but uh, that's certainly more positive news. We'd love it to continue heading that direction. Obviously, there are some things with virus counts rising that could 
delay that a little bit. But right now, I think we're heading at a little bit more positive pace than we thought previously. And so that's really important for construction because it's going to give confidence for people to go out and buy new houses or to go out and uh, you know, take more office space when people do start returning to office more because they're filling up they're filling up those types of jobs. So yeah, it would be incredibly important. I think the real difference, though, even if we just plugged in, say, 2023 as a date, uh, there will be, I think, parts of construction that will lead that and some that will lag that. And again, it gets back to which of those fundamentals, which of those demand drivers are um, changing in the short term because if they, the, the, you know, the, the thing with construction is what's happening now, really a lot of times they're building for two or three years out, but what happens now influences whether they can even start those deals. And so uh, I think there will be uh, some that lag, some that lead, and, and but overall things are looking better than they did two months ago. Absolutely, I agree. And I think that depending on certain legislation that's that's being proposed, it could help to accelerate that further, whether it's infrastructure investment or even additional stimulus. Um, there could be some opportunities for further growth going forward. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. We're, we're waiting to see what some of that, but again, there, there are a lot of things out of our control that, uh, that are going to influence those decisions. So we just, we all hope for that, that things continue to get better. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Jay. I think unless you have anything else that you, you'd like to add, I think that this really covers a lot of what I was hoping to cover today, and I really appreciate your time. Yeah, thank you very much for having me. Well, that's it for this edition of Digging Deeper. Thank you to Jay Denton at Think Why for taking the time to talk with us today. Tune in on Monday for another episode of the Digging Deeper podcast by 4constructionpros.com. You keep listening, we'll keep digging. Until next time. <laughs>